I wonder what Mary would have felt as the Holy Spirit came upon her and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Was it different than what she than what happened at Pentecost? Was not the Spirit falling on everyone in the upper room the birth of the church? In many ways, this mystery of the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost has been one of the easiest ones for me to pray, especially after I experienced an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in my own life in, in my early 20s. However, the ascension and the assumption which bookended this mystery were actually the hardest. In fact, in many ways, I would kind of gloss over them and think back to one of their mysteries or think ahead to the Holy Spirit. Uh, and even sometimes I would just pray some lightning Hail Marys. You know, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. You know, just booking it through there. Uh, even looking up other reflections still didn't help that much. But as I was helping put together this series and, and working with people and listening to their reflections, and especially Michelle and Patricia's reflections, I was enriched in a new way. I started to see a continuity between uh, these three mysteries of the ascension and the, and the descent of the Holy Spirit and the assumption. And rather, this one big kaboom that the descent of the Holy Spirit was, I started to see this big movement, right? Journeying, beginning with Christ's ascension and ending with our own uh, rise into heaven. In between our Lord's ascension and our own death, we, we have a mission, right? And this mission is entirely fueled by the Spirit. It isn't as, as if we have to strive for holiness in the hope that we will become like Jesus and then get into heaven. Rather, we simply have to allow the Holy Spirit to transform us into Christ. And that's what it is. That's what holiness is. This is why the saints are all so gloriously different. They didn't try and imitate others' attempts at holiness because that would have led to monotony and sameness. Rather, they allowed the infinite God to reveal a unique piece of his heart through them. As you prepare these last few days, I invite you to surrender as well. Don't try and cram one more thing. In fact, let things go and, and let the Lord fill the gaps. How freeing is it to recognize that we don't have to do this all on our own, but the Lord wants to come do this work within you, just as he did in each one of these mysteries. In each time, people surrendered to the movements of the Holy Spirit in their lives. In the Annunciation, Mary surrendered and became pregnant with Jesus. In the Visitation, Elizabeth surrendered and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. In the Presentation, we have Simeon surrendering. And then all throughout the luminous mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries, and even in these glorious mysteries, we see acts of surrender as the, the Spirit comes and transforms and renews. Will you surrender this Christmas season?